Hello sports photographers, my name is Dean Mokdoropoulos, or All Sports Snapper as I'm called by no one but used on my social media, and I'm a sports photographer working full-time for Getty Images. Welcome to the Sports Photography Philosophy Podcast, where I have open discussions with the world's best photographers, as well as speak about my experiences covering various events around the world. This podcast will give you an insight behind the long lenses from the men and women who fill our sports pages, websites, and magazines with amazing imagery. Previous listeners, you all that know the drill by now, but for newbies, any questions, comments, get in contact with me via Twitter or Instagram on All Sports Snapper. Today's show is a fairly short one, which uh, might please most of my listeners. Um, I've just had a few short recordings from uh, working at the Friends Arena in Stockholm at the 2017 Europa League final. That is a football game or soccer for my American and some Australian friends. As usual, I mentioned remotes, how colleagues Julian Finney and Mike Hewitt got on, and even some delightful comments from my great friend Alex Grimm. Nothing more to add on the intro, or this will be longer than the show itself. I hope you enjoy the Sports Photography Philosophy Podcast. Europa League Final. Stockholm, Sweden, Friends Arena. Um, it's been a busy few days. Uh, I got here three, two days ago. Get here organised with uh, UEFA, uh, along with Reuters and Biland, I think they're called, which is a Swedish, big Swedish agency, to get up in the roof of the stadium. So um, we had to arrive on Monday. Uh, I woke up at 2.30 in the morning. Uh, to get a 6.30 flight from Amsterdam. Had to get in early because of security checks, uh, extra security checks. Obviously, the airport was uh, under a strict... strict, uh, strict uh, the policy had changed. We had to get in early as so I check in. So, two hours sleep, get to Stockholm, pick up accreditation, get to the ground. Uh, all the kit I had also custom-made I'd gone to a hardware store and bought steel cables and uh, little fasteners to make. So every single piece of equipment that I put in the roof has its own steel cable, which probably could hold in between 30 to 50 kilos, even though the whole camera probably weighs about four or five kilos maximum. I've got a steel cable on the clamp that connects to the stadium, to the, the catwalk. I've got a uh, a steel cable that connects to the magic arm and I've also got a steel cable connected to the camera and a steel cable connected to the lens so it was more steel and cable than it was camera but um, yeah of course as a photographer the last thing you want to be is in front of the camera in terms of like a camera dropping from the roof onto play so um yeah we had to take extra precautions which you know we were happy to do um it was my colleague mike hewitt and myself had the opportunity to get up there so we've gone up the top set up uh, the remotes um, one of them is looking straight down on the goal with a 70 70 to 200 lens um, and it's a really tight tight shot of the goal mouth now normally when you see these remotes and you know i've done it as well many times i'll set up a remote goal and it's fairly wide you know what I mean so you've got like the little men sort of dotted around the the, the goal mouth uh, uh, of the box in the box um, but today 
uh, well, two days ago when I set it up, I thought I'd do something a little bit, you know, well, different. There's no such thing as different in photography, but I thought I'd do something a bit, be a bit more adventurous. And I've uh, done a uh, 70 to 200 on the goal mouth and side on from up top, from the corner of the stadium, I've gone for a 300 mil directly, uh, like a really tight goal mouth, um, goal mouth shot as well. So both these uh, goals are set up with pocket wizards. Uh, they will fire, hopefully, during the match. Uh, the thing which uh, both Mike and I and uh, our Reuters colleagues and uh, Billand were both a bit uh, unsure about, and hopefully you know everything works out well, is the, the battery time. So we, we were able to set them up, and then this morning, the day of the final, being the 24th of May, uh, we were able to get upstairs again to turn all the power of the pocket wizards and power of the cameras, cameras on. Uh, the cameras... I'm not too concerned about the batteries in the cameras. I'm a bit more concerned about the pocket wizards because these pocket wizards, you know, they're constantly looking or constantly transmitting or looking for a signal. And if they're on and we set it up, we turn them on 10 hours before the actual game starts. So they might even last the game, but once they actually start firing, you could actually have a problem where, um, just say there's a penalty shootout and it goes the extra time that's on firing for three hours. They've been on for 10 hours already. That's 13 hours and you've got two 1.5 volt batteries in the pocket wizard. It's a lot of, a lot of time for little batteries to get, um, to get power out of, so to get, uh, yeah, to transmit. So, you know, fingers crossed, everything works out well. Um, so yeah, this is about two hours before the match. Uh, the stadium's starting to fill up. Ajax fans are here in force. Um, I know I use that term in uh, I use them that term a lot during my 2016 Euros uh, uh, podcast, but they are here in force. They've been singing already. Man U fans, uh, there's not that many in the stadium already. There's sort of there's a few scattered around, and uh, from my I could say maybe biased opinion, there's a lot of Man U fans with brand new Man U tops on. So it looks like there's a lot of tourists. Uh, a lot of locals, maybe even Sweden, obviously has a big uh, English Premier League following. So I'm sure there are a lot more Swedish uh, Manchester United fans than there are Swedish Ajax fans. Even though their hero and legend Zlatan Ibrahimovic did play for both teams, but currently he is a Manchester United player, even though he is injured and he won't be playing today. Um, so there will be a lot of, I think, uh, Swedish support for Man U. But the Ajax fans are here um, in numbers already. Like I said, two hours before kickoff, and I would say their part of the stadium is almost three quarters full. So, you know, they're eager, and you know, and you know, again, I'm going to be biased again and say I hope they win. You know, a, a team with an average age of about 21 in a in a European Cup final is sort of unheard of you know and we're not talking about big name players in terms of you know the big money big big uh, wages that everyone gets throws around with football these days you're talking about a young fairly inexperienced team so you know as a, an Australian always wanted wanting the underdog to win you know how can you not want Ajax to win well again Man U fans please save your hate mail thank you um, so yeah the game I'm hoping for a good game, uh, of course. I'm sitting on the Ajax attack. My colleague, Mike Hewitt, experienced 
photographer, been at the company since the early 90s, is uh, on the Manchester United attack, Julian Finney. The legend that is Julian Finney, um, he, you know, young gun, young gun photographer. He'll be doing manual attack both halves. Um, obviously, we have a lot more demand for Manchester United um, content uh, worldwide. A lot of more people are interested in Manchester United, being the, the you know self-proclaimed biggest club in the world. Um, so, you know, we have to do Manchester United attack both halves just in case. And we also have Alex Grimm who I was fortunate enough to work with two weeks in the Beach Soccer World Cup in the Bahamas about a week ago. Um, so he's here again, always good to see Alex, and uh, we, he'll be shooting from the stands. Um, he's set up a remote near him, a 7200 facing the goals, uh, one of the goals, and he's using a 400 mil from, uh, it's, I, I wouldn't say it's a very high position, but it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good position because it's not so high that you're only seeing the top of the heads, but low enough, um, but high enough to sort of get clean green backgrounds every time you sort of take a shot. So um, yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, the game today. And uh, yeah, remote, I've got one remote behind the goal, two remotes in the roof. My cue it's the same. And Finney, Julian will be setting up a remote behind the goal as well. Uh, if uh, regulations and UEFA rules allow us to set up more than one, one goal. So yeah. Here, there's my pre-game ramble and uh, I will give an update of how the game went and uh, after after the match hopefully after Ajax are lifting the trophy cut to cut to Manchester United lifting trophies less than an hour to go before kickoff Ajax fans no exaggeration 95% full and I'm a bit surprised actually how many Ajax tops are in the stadium. The Man U fans are scattered everywhere and even the, the Man U allocated tickets area, it's not very many people uh, at the moment. I'm sure it will be, oh no, it will be full. But um, yeah, it's a bit, a bit surprising actually. I thought the Man U fans would be in there singing and stuff like that, like the Ajax fans have been for us hour and a half. Um, so yeah, it's uh, again, looking forward to a good game. I. I wouldn't be exaggerating if I said there must be 20 TV crews like set up like little they've got little sections they've got little sections uh, set up for you know I'm sure whatever country you're listening to this uh, this whatever country you're listening uh, listening to this podcast in you will have some sort of broadcast going to you and you'll have your allocated language presenters speaking um, and you've got your usual Michael Owen, uh, Rio Ferdinand, uh, there's a celebrity slash ex-footballers giving their expert opinion on the game um, all up and down the side of the field uh, on the manager side and uh, all the photographers are setting up their remotes. Uh, Mark Pont, our uh, technician, has set up cables and everything for us so we will be shooting and then as we shoot um, both cameras will have a cable plugged in and then as you uh, select the images you want or the images that I want, Mike Hewitt, Julian Finney, my colleagues that are on the pitch, um, the photos uh, will send live to our editing suite in London, uh, Stockholm to London and there they will uh, select the crop, quick Photoshop, caption obviously and send to our clients so 
Um, we're hoping within one or two minutes of a frame being shot, it'll be live on the website. So that's the, that's the goal that we have. That's the goal that we aim for every time. Keep the customers happy. Keep um, UEFA, who will be constantly updating their website. Obviously, you know, that's the main source for uh, the majority of uh, Europa League uh, fans and uh, fans of his team. Um, and they will be constantly updating their website with new images from the game as we go along. So that's the plan. Uh, fingers crossed it all goes to plan. And, uh, and uh, yeah, update after the match. Game over. Manchester United 2, Ajax nil. Uh, there's only a few photographers left in the stadium and all the TV guys are packing up. The spider cam guys have just taken down the... Uh, Spider cam is the, one, the camera that uh, has four massive cables that go from each corner of the ground, and then um, and then it has a, a camera sort of rolling around on the on that. So uh, the, they've just taken that down. That's usually the one of the last things to go down in the stadium because of uh, health and safety and uh, you know massive cables hanging down off everywhere. Anyway, back to the game. The game was a bit of a damp squid. It didn't really sort of. Ajax had a lot of possession but didn't really do much with it and photo wise I got uh, the Pogba scored the first goal which I got uh, quite nice frame of him scoring a goal uh, half decent celebration um, in the first half unfortunately the remote um, I went like I said before I went uh, big and bold and went you know nice and tight on the goal mouth and nothing really happened there uh, second half Ajax I think they had one shot that hit the, the goalkeeper punched away um, but it didn't make a photo. Um, but yeah, really, really surprising how Ajax really didn't push forward. Uh, unfortunately, the, some of the Ajax fans uh, ripped out chairs and were very angry after the match as well, which was uh, not a pleasant sight to see. But um, yeah, photo-wise, uh, I haven't actually looked at the site yet, so I'll give an update in a few minutes. But uh, well, after I have a, another look through the website and see what my colleagues have got, but speaking to them, you know, we've got some of the best photographers around. So Julian Finney was in one corner and got the nice celebration from the second goal, Mkhitaryan, and uh, he celebrated with Pogba. So to have the two goal scorers celebrating, uh, Mike Hewitt got a nice remote goal. He told me. Uh, a remote photo with a goal, uh, Mkhitaryan's goal, because that was on his end. Uh, so yeah, I, I think photo-wise, I know we got everything that needed to be got and everything that did happen. That's that's not the issue. Just the game itself wasn't uh, as photogenic and uh, action wasn't as uh, as good as uh, we had hoped. Um, uh, the other thing I got, I think, which I like. Uh, while all the other photographers were shooting uh, the Manchester United players and and coaches and everything celebrating in front of the you know the big home support, I actually and I knew that my colleagues were there. I had Julian Finney and Mike Hewitt sort of shooting all that uh, that celebration in front. You know the, the the players were celebrating right in front of them. I uh, came and sat near the bench or near the exit um, where the players because I knew obviously they'd eventually they'd have to walk out of the, off the ground so I sat there and I was the only photographer there you know which is quite difficult when you have 200 photographers uh, at a game um, or 130 actually I think it was to be accurate 130 or uh, yeah just around 130 photographers um, and then yeah I got a photo of um, Zlatan Ibrahimovic uh, playing 
didn't play, but uh, he's obviously a hero here, posed a lot with the trophy, and I got him, you know, with his medal on and walking off the ground on crutches and Pogba and a nice photo of Mourinho uh, walking off the ground. So I was quite happy with my pictures, um, but yeah, disappointed with, uh, you know, happy, I should say, happy with my photos for what happened. I don't, I didn't miss anything that happened in front of me. So that's all you can really do in these kind of um, these kind of games. You uh, shoot. You hope you know that you get everything that happens in front of you, and you know you hope you don't miss anything. And I definitely didn't miss anything. So you know, but again, <laughs> no photos to you know nothing else. Sort of look back on in a in a couple of days or uh, at the end of a year and think you know this picture must be in my uh, my best of best of uh, best of pictures so yeah standard stuff and then uh, I'll speak to some colleagues and see how they got on after the match uh, in a minute actually I'm walking up now to Mr. Alex Grimm Alex Grimm as I walk up the stairs I'm just going to stick this microphone in front of you this is my uh, my donking uh, wig how's your game it was awesome 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 I mean the wrong team won but uh, it was just a perfect game perfect, perfect game perfect I love it. It's football. I love football. Alex is our uh, German uh, colleague who shoots a lot of football and loves football and even on his days off watches football. So uh, he's a proper football man. And I have a son who plays football and my daughter used to play football but she, uh, she didn't go to training after three weeks anymore. <laughs> She's given up after three <laughs> weeks. She's the smart one, I think. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you, know, you know, there's one reason why Ajax didn't win. They have two German players on the team, uh, Armin Younes, number 11, yes. and Heiko Westermann. I don't even know his number. Yeah. He's, I think, ever. He's the, the worst German football player ever. And that's why Manu won the, won the final. That's a big statement. That's a big statement. <laughs> he didn't even play, but uh, still his, his aura is, is incredibly <laughs> negative. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Alex. <laughs> this would be a short one and I'm sure I didn't let you down. Looking back, I actually got one of the last photos of Manchester United legend Wayne Rooney leaving the pitch, which uh, looking back on it now in retrospect, I'm quite happy with. It was a nice frame of, um, and also uh, a nice uh, photo of uh, serial trophy winner Jose Mourinho um, winking at my camera. So that was quite nice. Um, overall, good game, good photos, but not the results I wanted, as you would have heard from my uh, commentary in the podcast. But then again, you can never have it all. Next podcast, I'm going to try and do uh, an interview because I think you must be si uh, sick of me uh, speaking on my own about my crappy work and what I do. Um, so, but uh, anyway, as I record this, I will be, um, I am in South Korea, which I mentioned, I think, on my last podcast. Um, I'm covering the Winter Olympics, um, which again, I think I went into more detail. I won't go into it again on this one. But um, yeah, I definitely will be putting out a Winter Olympics podcast. iTunes reviews. Is that too much to ask? As you know, I spend many hours recording and editing each show and giving you so much information for free. So putting a sentence into iTunes or whatever your podcast app of choice is and uh, spread the word. If you could, that'd be very nice. I'd appreciate it. Or um, if you don't want to do that, send me an email or uh, Twitter. I uh, always like seeing people uh, getting something uh, beneficial out of these things. 
Um, sports photography, I always think, should be recognized for the art it is. And uh, looking at my uh, friend's work, I know that uh, a good friend of mine, and again, previous guest, Lars Barron, has been uh, receiving some awards um, uh, in Germany, which uh, is well overdue. He's uh, one of the best photographers in Germany, so that was great to hear. Congratulations, Lars. Um, but anyway, back to this. Subscribe to the show via iTunes. If you're not, SoundCloud, or wherever you're uh, listening again. Many thanks for le letting me into your headphones again or uh, your car stereo, wherever you're listening to me. Thank you very much. Much appreciated again. And uh, last thing, of course, that I always say, observe, listen, and practice because your best photo could be one from the right.